You ever just do you ever just get emotional for no reason? Like it's, it's for no it, reason. It, I feel like, dude. I feel like it. I get moody sometimes, and I will just like like it, something will hit me, and I will get. I think something has to hit me. It's just not like I don't. But like just so, start crying. But like but sometimes like, I watch like a happy video of like a soldier coming home. Yeah. No, those like, will make me emotional for sure. But like, but or like just like a a video that's supposed to make you feel good mm-hmm. will make me cry. But like, is it cry in a sad way or a happy? It's way? like a sad way, and it's like a Why? weird. Sometimes they hit me weird. All right. And emotional, dude. Sure. I mean, like dumb things will hit me sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. It's freaking. It's weird. You're an emotional boy. I'm just an emotional sad boy. <laughs> but you're listening to the Moist Monday podcast. I was gonna say happy Moist Monday. Yeah, happy Moist Monday. We're cheersing. Check this out. Oh, that was a that was a decent one for the Iowa Premier Beer, Wine, and Food Expo glasses that we're drinking out of. I have a amateur bragus. What does that mean? I don't know. That's what it says. Amateur bragus. You don't even know what it is, and it's your glass. I don't think it, I don't know if it's mine. You got it out of your kitchen. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of glasses just from places and people. She That's, gets them from her bar, and then one of my friends gave me just a ton of different glasses. I, I mean, know. they're cool glasses, but it's like I don't know what it is. It huh? probably means like. Love the devil in German. <laughs> I mean, I know my, um, what's that called? An ashtray? Yeah, my ashtray says fear God in Latin on it. That's kind of cool. And you're ashing into it because ash is really close to ass, which is a <laughs> curse word, which is how you get to hell. There you go. Full circle, baby. Speaking of full circle, <laughs> it's the Moist Monday podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Happy Monday. Happy Moist Monday, Happy buddy. Monday, everyone. Thanks for listening. We are deep into the double digits of episodes. I don't know the exact episode number, but we're deep in the double ditch. Yeah, hopefully we don't have to delete any more that haven't come out yet. I'm sure we might have to delete one or two. Yeah, there's one that we might have to. We'll see if it comes out. um, There was one that we were pretty drunk and we got pretty personal and... uh, We'll probably release it. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? Maybe maybe I'll get that one done and then we'll listen to it together. And judge. And then judge because that was a... That's a lot. We were really drunk, but it was fun, dude. Yeah. But speaking of full circle, hit the music. Welcome back to the Moist Monday podcast. How's everyone doing? doing Happy good. Monday. If you're listening to us not on Monday, what are you doing? Monday's in the title, okay? You can only listen to us on Monday. You so can quit only listening. be moist. Yeah. You can only be moist on Monday, so quit listening to this on a Tuesday. Daryl, I see you over there at work putting up, putting in carpet. Daryl's over there in West Virginia putting in carpet. Oh. It'd be so funny if, if, I, if, enough, I, if, we'll, if, we'll if I literally just called someone out and they're like, what the? Six years later. They're like, what the fuck? He stops stapling carpet. And he just starts crying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would, would be so funny. I would love to get famous enough to do that kind of to shit. To do like bits where... You, you just say a name in a place. And how, you, how you doing, Aaron, in West Florida? Yeah, yep. looking at you, buddy. <laughs> like, Give him time to look It'd around. be so funny. Just I can just picture like someone's listening to a podcast, they're working on stuff, and then all of a sudden, and then they just, they would pause. they go, What? <laughs> How do they know I'm here? But speaking of knowing you're here, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a good transition, but I do want to. So in today's episode, which by the time you hear this episode will be come way, way after. But we talk about kissing. Okay. And you do mention this, but we never got to it. So I'm really curious. Your worst kiss. Because you teased oh, it. Yeah. You teased it in today's episode. And I, and I really want to talk about like, what's the worst kiss you ever had? Because I think you had one primed. And now that yep. I've had time to think about it, I don't know if it's my, it's my worst kiss, but it's definitely where I was like, ooh, this is weird. It's the one time I've really noticed someone was a bad kisser. And it was... Also, oh, it wasn't you. Right, yeah. Oh, it's not me, it's you. No, it was something like this person did. And the thing like, it's not bad on its own. So what they did was our first kiss and every kiss we ever had, and we went on a few dates, is full tongue, first kiss. Ugh. Every kiss, tongue. Just full. Like, in your mouth, out your mouth. Every single kiss. That's too much. That's, I don't like too much of that. It's fun when you're like deep making out, but, but like, but like, but tongue is yeah. what, a what one in ten use. Yeah, every time. Yeah, every first kiss, tongue. I do feel like tongue applies to a lot of bad kisses because tongue kind of relates to mine. You got to be like, you got to. So your first kiss, like it was like a normal with like, this person. Yeah, normal kiss, and she used tongue. Yep. Like she just. Yep, first, slurped her tongue. So yeah, the first time me and this girl kissed, and every time after had tongue. Did it, you ever say anything? Like, I don't think so. How did you? So like, when that happens, do you like, like rep rep? What's that word like? Reprimander? No, like where you t- see her energy and you go, okay, I'm oh, tongue, I'm tonguing her, tonguing her back. You know, I don't think the way she tonguing, I don't think you could tongue back at the same time. I think it was just like she was a, going full offense like, all like the a time, frog, just like bleh, every time. <laughs> Yikes, do you think she still kisses like that? I bet. She was probably mid-20s when I met her. Oh my god. So she'd been doing that maybe 10 years. Dude, that would throw me off. I'd be like, what the heck's happening? Yeah, and I saw but, her like a few times. But like, you probably go with it. I mean, like, I really like Like, I'm guessing she was pretty cool and pretty cute. And yeah. Like, so like, it's like, oh man, this is your red flag? You tongue when you kiss? Okay, I'll look past it. I'll get used to it all day. And just find all the other red flags and then stop seeing her. Yeah, what, what were the other red flags that she had? Let's let's narrow it down. <laughs> no, we don't have to. I'm just kidding. Uh, we'll move in to... So I don't know if this is my worst kiss, but this is definitely like... If you say me, I'll swear to God. I thought you were going to say me for a second. We just pecked, okay? No, we it... just Josh pecked. That's a good joke. Yes. <laughs> what? Josh Peck? Oh, God, okay. You didn't, you didn't get it. No, I didn't. It was a good joke. It was a good joke. <laughs> Uh, you know it's a good joke when you have to say it's a good joke. <laughs> we have to re-explain comedy. it and then say <laughs> Yeah, comedy. <And> comedy. Um, <laughs> but I don't think I've ever had like a bad kiss, like that tongue aggression. That's the only bad kiss I can think but of. But I remember this kiss in particular being thrown off guard. Okay. So there was this girl I dated on and off for five years. You know about her. Yes. We talked about her. In- yeah, we've uh, talked about her probably in every episode because <laughs> still dealing with it. <laughs> No, I'm pretty good after this, but there's I. It was a big part of my life. Yeah. Five years. That I have a lot of stories from it. Obviously, went through a lot of monumental things with her. Because you don't get over it, you move past it. You move like, past it's it. Still like it's still part of, of you, and it's still your memories, and it's still what well, you base on every relationship. You know, it's like well, when you're dating for that long during that period of time, it's purely a building block of you. Yeah, it really is because we started it dating. It's we started dating in our teens and went into our early twenties. Like that's very it shaped you. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay for you to not forget it. Yeah, because it was the longest relationship I've ever had. And it's, yeah. Yeah. But so we were on and off a lot. You know, we were toxic for each other. But one of the 
later times when we got back together, we went on this trip to Nashville, okay. which was really cool. We like went for her birthday. Yeah, I've always wanted to go. Uh, she had always wanted to go too, and I was like, hey, let's go for your birthday. And I like planned the itinerary. I planned every day. This is what sure. we're going to do every day. It, yeah, it was freaking awesome. And it, it was just like, we were kind of talking, but I, she was kind of talking to other people. And this is my way to be like, look what I'm doing for you. Yeah. Let's fucking come back to me, baby. Yeah, you, this will make you want to stay with <laughs> But then me. I remember crying on the drive because I was like, I'm pretty sure you're talking to other people and I'm driving <laughs> to Nashville right now. <laughs> like She was asleep and I was like, yeah. But there's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of trauma. Tr- <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> you're just sitting next to your sleeping girlfriend and be like. Because like, uh, we weren't, I don't know if we were like officially dating at that point we had just started talking again and i knew she was talking to other people so i was just like wasting my fucking time (laughs) but it ended up being a great trip um that's good but i remember this moment we we camped for the first couple days and you know they like the campground bathroom showers yeah so we took showers together obviously because we'd been dating for a couple years so it was just a common thing yeah and i remember we were making out in the shower Mm -hmm. and it was like probably the first time we've kissed since we got back together. Oh. So it's been a couple months. You drove to Nashville and then kissed? Yeah. <laughs> and, well, maybe we did like small kisses, but this was like the first like real make out, you okay. know? She started doing all these moves that she had never done before. Oh. Like, like very like, because I knew how we, we kissed. Yeah. I knew how we did it. And then she started doing all this new stuff with like tongue and all this like weird shit that I was like, you're kissing way different. So it's a bummer knowing that she had tried yeah that's yeah that's 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 the weird part that threw me off i was like that is weird because i I knew how she kissed and then when she started kissing me i was like oh you've learned this it's a reminder people yeah and now you've adapted and you kiss differently and it's weird dude it threw me i was so like what and it was very it was very tongue heavy that is a interesting thing to notice in that situation it was that was probably the weirdest fucking thing because i was like i don't know how to i wonder how different you kiss now I feel like I'm I'm like a very mild kisser, you know. Like I don't yeah. use a lot of tongue. I'll like kind of reciprocate. That's the word. Uh, yeah. So if people use tongue, then I'll I'll dabble with the tongue. R R E. No, I said reprimand because I felt like the idea of me yelling at her because of that'd be so funny. Hey, take your tongue out of my mouth. Stop. But like, but it would in real in real life it'd be like out of my mouth. Stop it. Yeah, because your tongue's in your mouth, so you can't talk. But that moment, dude, it was so... So it was a bad kiss because of what it meant. Yeah, and it was like it like was like a full circle being like, oh... We really did spend time we, apart. We really did spend time apart, and I barely dabbled with other people, and you Obviously. fully dabbled with other people, and here I am naked in a shower with you in Nashville. Realizing this. Yeah, it was like a, oh, yikes. <laughs> it was a weird... But then, but then, like, it was that moment, and then I moved on, and then it was fine, but it was definitely like... Things have changed. Yeah? Things, the seasons have changed. How long did you guys stay together after that? Um, so I think this was the start of the last time we were together. Okay. I think it was the Nashville trip, which was a cool trip. We only went for like five, four or five days. It was like right before Thanksgiving because her birthday is near Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then um, we did a lot of cool stuff. A lot of really cool stuff. Went to some really cool like breakfast places. Went to a lot of museums. Went to, we, we went hiking. That was really cool. Uh, we saw uh, Ladybird. Okay. Ladybird that just came out. Yeah. We like we went hiking one day, like an hour out from where we were staying, and yeah. then came back, drove an hour. We were we were exhausted from hiking, and we drove an hour back to the town, we and we were movie? like, "Hey, let's go to a movie on vacation." Yeah, but it was fun because we went to a theater we had never been to. I guess, and it was yeah. like a really like fancy theater, and we went I've, and I've we saw Ladybird. Good movie. And it, and I was like, "This is just it was just cool. It was fun." Mm-hmm. 
Um, but that was like the start of, because I think when we came back, that was when we kind of maybe had the talk, maybe. Okay. Or maybe it was like after I went home, then I was like, hey, what are we doing? Because uh, yeah. that's a big trip. And it was like. With an unclear ending. Yeah. Yeah. Five days sleeping together every night. Not like set. I mean, we probably did, but like, probably, you know, yeah. like literally it was cold outside. So we were tied against each other. Yeah. All camping. The time. Yeah. Camping. In, yeah. November. Shit. Yeah. It was cold. We literally, the first night we had to sleep in the car, it was too cold. We didn't bring enough stuff. So we had to go to Shields and, and we bought like a negative degree two person sleeping bag which i still have it's such a comfy sleeping bag i've never been oh, i'll show I, you it but then but then she, show me it. yeah we'll get in it we'll get in it, it, it it's, <laughs> we'll it's, do a podcast from it <laughs> we're just really we're like would we, we do butt to butt like how would we you, no two best. people it's such a big sleeping bag two people can lay on their backs in it wow it's a great but then she bought this um this like weird like metal sheet blanket that we put over us to keep the it's like a heat an emergency kind of blanket heat capture yeah and like literally it got so hot that like condensation was dripping from the from wow. the blanket because of like our breathing and stuff yeah so like I had to pop a foot out to to get a and little the foot was just freezing just to yeah, yeah but it was fucking freezing it, yeah. but it was so crazy like the the difference and then it was like warm and comfortable we were in like shorts and a t shirt in the sleeping bag with that thing over us are and you big on camping I enjoy camping but I don't do it as much as I want to. See, I, I really, I really do like sitting by a fire. I do like hiking. I do like getting yeah. off the grid. Like every time I go, usually I like to shut off my phone and yeah. like really like, you know, so I like hiking, but I have no need to sleep in a tent. Well, if you, if you get like the right setup where it's not like you're on the ground, like a cot or, or like an air mattress. Sure. Yeah. Then it's fine. That's or fine. we would bring a ton of blankets, you know, cause we did sleep on the floor, but it was a ton of blankets with like cushions underneath us. So it was actually pretty comfortable. Okay. But it, like the half the backseat was blankets. Like we brought so yeah. many. Well, because a lot of times, like if I'm traveling alone, I don't mind sleeping in my car. Yeah, but I like I like putting up a tent, you know, and I like I I never like the like actual like activity of building a tent. Oh well, I was a Boy Scout. Oh, never finished. Okay, you know, were you a Boy Scout or a Cub Scout? I was a Cub Scout going into Boy Scouts, uh, so see, I made it through the first. What is it? I was tenderfoot, and then I was the next one after that. See, I never made. There's like all these phases going up to Eagle. Because I only made it. Two Cub Scout. I never made it to Boy oh, Scout. Oh, you didn't evolve. You're still mm-hmm. a cubby. Yep. Makes sense. Forever. And I'm a boy. It'll be on my tombstone. <laughs> the Cub Scout. <laughs> the Remembered as a Cub Scout. <laughs> Dude, no joke. Dude, <laughs> that'd be, that'd so, be so funny if that's how people remember you. Like, Dude, no joke. But like, I write that into my will. Like, I want to be remembered by my greatest accomplishment. That reminds me, of, this is so funny. We make fun of this all the time. Wes was driving home one day from work. Okay. And he saw on the back of a pickup, you know, how some people have on pickups like in memoriams. Yeah. They had an in memoriam for like this guy, like the dates and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like the the tagline was born to yell bingo. That. What? <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. What is like, that? That's, that's his legacy. He was born to yell bingo. What does that even mean? We joke. Well, <laughs> you we, bring that up a lot. Yeah. Because then I always say like. What if he like had a partial and he just went Ingo, bored to yell Ingo, <laughs> like? But we always joke like maybe he was a drunk old senile man and he never actually played bingo, but he would just yell it Bingo, <laughs> like that's and that's just a funny thing to picture. Born to yell Bingo, like how is that he your legacy? Loves yelling it because I'm guessing he only did that in the last couple years of his life. Right. I had- know nothing about this man. It's just such a funny thing to be remembered for. But the idea that he played Bingo made you think that he was an old man when he died. Which makes it weird that he has an in memoriam on a truck. <laughs> it must be his granddaughter. But or, you think in more in memoriams are usually for like, like more younger tragic deaths. 
Yeah, what if it was a kid and he just was born to yield big? Well, that, that's, that's even worse. Because that's what I pictured at first. I'm like, who? I'm guessing it was an old man. I'm guessing. I didn't see it, you know, right, so I, yeah. don't, I don't know. But that's just. If you ever find yourself behind that car, email us. Yeah, I would love to. I would lo- love to see that picture. <laughs> but it, Monday, Dude. Okay, we're getting serious now that we're bringing this up. But like, Are we? Well, I got a question leading into this. Okay, like, okay. If you were to be like remembered, if you were on the back of a, of a, of a truck in yeah. memoriam, born. What would, what would it say? Born. Like, I have to. It like, what, to is, what is what your legacy? Is that what... This guy's legacy was he was born to yell bingo. <laughs> well, because, like, for me, I'd want it to probably say Jacob the Freak, right? That's what I most class my, classify myself as currently. So it would just say freak show performer. Maybe. Born to be a freak show performer. Born to be a freak. I don't mind that. Born to be a freak. That's, that's pretty that's cool. cool. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. What about you? Born to be funny. I think I just really want to be funny. I get that, and I feel the exact same way. But, but is that like doesn't a, it feel like you're forcing it at that point? Born to be funny. Like I'm trying to hard, but I'm not. Like I don't. I mean, I I do want to be funny, but I feel like I'm not. I don't know. It's it's maybe it's also an ego thing. Like maybe I think I'm so funny that like that's how people people remember the best me. Way to and, remember it, and, you. and in all honesty, it's just like born to be annoying because I was trying so hard to be funny. That's a fine line. It's a hard one to. Justify or tell, but I would like to like that's how I like it. it like a it like that's how you want to be remembered, like, which is fair because I think that's actually probably how I most want to be remembered too. Which is like kind like of a selfish thing, and but then it's like that's so stupid the idea because is it's like, like you want to make other people laugh. Yeah, and it's like that's how people because he was funny because he told jokes. It was like that's not bad though. Yeah, but it's like when you think about it, it's like at least this guy liked bingo. Is that better? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So. I don't know, but. <laughs> I just like picture at like my funeral people telling funny jokes well, yeah. that I've said. I think they tell funny stories about you. I don't want to reread your, a joke you've told me. It'd be so funny. Hey, at my funeral, can you just play a clip from the podcast where I was the most <laughs> funniest? That'd be so funny. It's just a funny reel. I'll just host a clip show of our podcast. Dude, yes. <laughs> All right, and here's where he made me mildly laugh. Here we go. Roll the tape. Roll the tape. <laughs> Elysia, can you pull that up? Oh, she's documenting it. I yeah. already I slid her a hundred a couple She'll weeks be at ago. The funeral. Yes, if you guys ever want to meet Elysia, wait. She will be at my funeral, not at Jacob's, because they fight a lot. Yeah, she doesn't really like me. I'm actually really close with her. I'm thinking about inviting her over. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're not coming over. She's a mess. I hate her. All right, so I, uh, I'm i actually really curious, because I don't think I've ever asked you this. Okay. So, I mean, you just told me that you're not performing tomorrow. Right. But you were supposed to perform tomorrow. I had an option but, to but perform like, tomorrow. But, like, this is, this is like, my question. Like, if you were to perform tomorrow, how would you be feeling today slash tomorrow? And how do you prepare for a freak show performance? Like, I'm really curious about that. So, I guess... Like, I- do you have to get in, like, a mental space? So, at this point, if I had a show tomorrow... Yeah, let's say you have a show tomorrow night. You have a day... You have... 24 hours. All right. How are you feeling right now? Because if it's for the show that I would have tomorrow, which is a show I've done a lot, it's someplace I'm more comfortable. I don't really plan at all for it besides making the basic things I need to, like making sure that like... Like a checklist kind of or... Kind of. It's more like make sure all my tools are charged that I need to because I do human blockhead with a power drill, which is I can run it through my nasal cavity. Yeah. I would just make sure I have everything I need, make sure my stapler is loaded. Yeah, because you kind of run through the same uh, set list, you know? Basically, yeah. And, like, 
I don't know, and then, like, I would get to the show, and I would try and find a person to, like, stand on me while I'm the better nails. Oh, yeah, because it's a different person every time, which I is I try cool. to switch it up, yeah, just for, like, photo ops, and just, it's fun to include new people. Tomorrow, I'd probably, before, right before I went on stage, I would do a little nasal spray, just because I have allergies a little bit right now. Oh, just to, like, loosen up the cavity just, or something? Just, yeah, open you up a little bit. Partially also just so I can talk clearer, but also just so I could breathe better and like and, hammer a nail and in. And you're putting yeah. shit in your nose. Yeah. So it's like a nice little cheat to have the nasal cavity more open. That's why I often do a shot of fireball right before. Oh, to really clean it. It your... opens you up. Yeah. Oh, that's like what this... you, you do fireball because of the cinnamon. Yep. Because I yeah. don't like cinnamon. Like I don't like fireball, but like that shot. Same. Like if you take that when you're sick, it like that's kind of cool. You have helps. a, you have a, a thing that you do before you perform that you don't even enjoy, but it helps you yeah. perform better. And it gives it kind of loosens you up, which is a weird part of kind of like all of freak show. Like, because I don't technically enjoy being stapled, but I like the act. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, I yeah, because yeah. it's just not like, oh, I'm at home, I'm let me staple myself. Right? Yeah, it's not fun, but it's fun to entertain people with. It's a weird. The whole thing's a weird. That's because you're getting the like, oh, what the heck? You're getting you're getting those reactions. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're just at home stapling yourself with no reaction, you're like, maybe I'm a freak. Well, it's. Because the thing about like freak show or sideshow performances, it's not like it's not fun to practice. And yeah, besides, I mean, like, but fireballs, maybe those are fun to practice. Yeah, well, and those are those are important to practice because you can fuck them up. But like, well, that, and also you can't do those at a lot of venues. So well, it's like, well, yeah, that's another point. But like, it's there's no point in me practicing the better nails routine because like I can lay on it. And I, it'll just hurt me, but there's no, like, trick to it. So there's nothing for me to, like... Yeah, it's just pain. As long as I make... It's not sh- like you're trying to practice a baseline or a, you know... Yeah, as long as I can lay on it and I'm okay, that's all I need to know. So I can then definitely do that on the stage. And, like, Blockhead, where you hammer nails into your nose, you want to make sure you're comfortable doing it. But it's a lot harder. It's harder to do on your own without a crowd. Because, like, if I did it right now... It maybe wouldn't go all the way in just because I'm not really feeling it. Yeah, and and it would probably hurt a little bit more. Yeah, it would hurt a little bit more. Your body kind of like because you're, you're up forcing a bit it, more. but you're not in the right mindset, and you you know you're not feeding off energy. Yeah, it's so, a lot of things. Yeah, like things hurt more by yourself than in front of a crowd, and because they hurt more, then like your body isn't as open to doing it, so it like fights it more. It makes sense. Yeah, so a lot of it I don't practice unless, crazy. unless so, I'm in an So instance. literally just performance is your practice for the next performance. A lot of the times, for the most yeah. Time. Like, I'll try and think of, like, jokes and, like, a routine and, like, things to say to the crowd. Oh, really? You try to, like, kind of plan that stuff? A little loosely? bit. Yeah, loosely. If I, guess, I guess, like, you come up with the small bits. Like, I remember one time you came up with that name tag bit. And now you're doing it every time where you stable mm-hmm. the name tag on. And that was a cool idea because you were like, hey, I've never done this before. I'm just going to do it on stage for the first time ever. Well, because, like, I know I can be stapled, but there's no point in being stapled at home to practice for it. It's going to hurt at home. It'll hurt on stage. And it's and I, I, I like that bit. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're legit getting stapled, but it's a name tag. It's a... Um, and then you both do it, too, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, this to open up the stapling bit is nice because it's a routine people can understand. You've operated a stapler. You've, you've thought, like, oh, this would probably hurt to get in me. Oh, dude. But like where better nails isn't something you can relate to, just being like, oh, that I've, probably yeah, hurts. Yeah, never laid on nails. Yeah. Dude, real quick, I have a story. Um, so at work, we use like pinners, you know, to like yeah. pin wood up and uh, micro pinners and stuff. Micro pinners are just like the smaller. Um, are they like a small nail gun? Smaller nailers. Yeah, yeah, it's for like when you're doing like finished stuff so the holes aren't as big. Okay, yeah. So I was working, this was last week, and I was working and I was putting up some crown. And it's like finished crown, you know, so you, you want the holes to be small, so then you just touch them up with wax. 
Okay. But I was using a different gun than my own, and my pinner has has two triggers on it. One is the safety trigger. Yes. And then once you hold that down, then you're able to pull the fire pin. Okay. So I was using a different pinner that didn't have that safety thing. Oh, so you just pulled it? So I just literally, because I, I was so used to putting one finger down right before I was getting ready. I was literally in this position where I had the gun like pointed at my left hand, holding the piece. Yeah. And I went to go like prep it. Yeah. So and I shot my hand. With a tiny nail? Yeah, no joke. I didn't know it that. went It went right into this knuckle. <laughs> and I'm on a ladder. I'm putting up a crown. Dude, and I literally went, oh! And it just this, it like went deep, but then like just this nail sticking out of my hand. Yeah. And it hurt. Like it was right at the, the knuckle joint. Yeah. It hurt so bad because I didn't expect it, obviously. <laughs> and I'm like holding a piece and I was like, oh. And then like my boss was like down by the ladder, like kind of helping me. Yeah. So I just like acted like it didn't happen so like bite it out no or what? so then i just like kept it in my hand <laughs> and put up the crown oh my God. and like nate and this nail sticking out of my hand yeah. and i finished putting up the piece is it bleeding it it's not bleeding yet because okay. it's still in there you know it's still in there i put i finished putting up the piece i get off the ladder i'm like yeah. <laughs> breathing yeah. because it, it fucking hurts because yeah. i shot myself with a nail because it, it's an air compressed gun dude it's like it's so and it was like oh but i like because so, i was like i didn't want to be i didn't want to be embarrassed like, well, or a, like you could get you t- could technically get in trouble for hurting yourself on a job site yeah but i didn't want to be like embarrassed because i'm kind of still green i'm kind of still fresh yeah. at this job so i didn't want to so i was just putting this piece of ground with a nail sticking out of my hand just awesome. all right let me finish this up and then like once i climbed off the ladder my boss went away and then i pulled the nail out oh. and i was like oh fuck it hurt so bad and then it started bleeding really bad yeah. and like so what I do when I cut myself at work is I just use blue tape, like painter's tape. Yeah, and just wrap it a bunch. But the problem is that it was right on my knuckle. Oh, so, so like, how do you ta- how do you tape that? So yeah. like, I had to tape myself so many different ways. Yeah. And it was bleeding. It started bleeding a lot because it was deep. <laughs> I mean, it was a small hole, but it was just deep. Yeah, in in your hand. Yeah. Can you imagine if the gun would have been a little bit closer, it would have gone further in? Ugh. Because it, dude, there's a lot of pressure in those guns because it goes it through, through wood. wood. Yeah. yeah. It hurt so bad. And then, like, later on in the day, I had tape on my finger. Uh, my other coworker was putting up some crown, and he was he went to go grab that gun, and he, like, pulled the trigger, because we're all used to yeah. the safeties. <laughs> That's crazy. And it went into the it went into the cabin, and he was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's no safety on that. <laughs> like, it was like... <laughs> but I shot... I was like, dude, I shot myself in the hand earlier, and I showed... God, me. I wish you would have gotten a photo of the oh, nails my, sticking out of your hand. Dude, it hurt so bad. I, I should have taken a photo. Just... Through the pain. But like, why was I embarrassed and like I worked, I'd finished doing what I had to do with a nail. <laughs> That's awesome. Because it, it like stuck out like that far, like Holy probably shit. two inches out of my Jesus hand. Jesus Christ. Yeah, just, all right, let me finish putting on this crowd while I'm holding my breath yeah fuck it was rough that's so that's my comparison to freak show i mean that's probably worse yeah because i didn't expect it also you shot a nail and i just get like staples which is two tiny holes the annoying thing is yeah and staples are a lot smaller than like a pinner yeah and like the annoying part is i bruise from it which i it takes a lot for me to bruise like i have to really get hit but those always bruise up but do you like that image because every time they bruise up you show me i think it's funny you brag about it you go look at yeah, and you're also like, well, I, you're also like flexing when you do it too. So it's like you're eh, gonna show off your body. I got a little belly right now, but I like the little staple like holes, just because you can like the little scars because it's like quarter inch apart. You can like see both holes. Do I think you it's think? Funny. I mean, obviously they heal over time, but like when you get older, you're just gonna have I, marks I everywhere. Mean, I'll, I mean, I've had this uh, 
there's this line scar across my stomach right now, and it's from I had a cinder block broken on me. But like, if you see like this line, yeah, that's from the edge of the cinder block. Just when he hit it with the sledge, turning in, yeah. yeah, and like it's been a Is scar. Is that from the last time you performed? So um, like a month I think ago, a month and a half ago. Because my last show was two weeks ago, I think. Oh yeah, because the re- yeah yeah. So the- here's so. I asked you like how you would prepare for like this show that you do monthly. Yeah. Is is the preparation different for a different event like the one you did two weeks ago? Because it's a different area. It's a different stage. There's different people. Obviously, you kind of do like the similar stuff, but do you, is there a different preparation phase? Um. Well, actually, I guess part of it is I am more secure in my routine if I'm doing a different place because... Oh, really? Well, because they That's haven't... That's weird. They didn't see my last routine. I Because I go to one place once a month to do at least a routine, so I like it to feel like the energy to be a little different i guess or yeah, like the jokes it's, it's or usually talking. the same people so i like that to be a little different so i guess i'm a little bit more secure in my general set during because you're like show. oh people haven't seen this so i'm so i yeah i, yeah. Can, I can kind of repeat stuff because the only issue with like the last show i did is it's at a different venue and it was just a different setup than usually like usually i have a stage on like a little side area yeah this one only had a back room so i had to carry everything out and you carry in a lot of stuff so you just keep walking back and, and like, forth I, while during your performance time but also like during this show there was a lot of like burlesque dancers and i really didn't like going in the back room because like you get almost naked for burlesque i'm like oh like singing on stage is one thing but like being where you're like in the dressing room with yeah, them and I, they're like naked. But, it was, really, but like also like, I, I just get, saw that on stage, but, but like, but also like I get the awkwardness, but then you also are performing and you need access to the green room. And but, it's also like, and they're clearly comfortable with it, but it, but then also I would be weirded out and, and I'd be looking at the floor away. Yeah, I would not make eye contact. But also I'm like, God, I have to get all this stuff. And it's like behind you. Like, yeah. And it's it, like, Hey, excuse me. Yeah. I, half naked woman. Right. Yeah. And I think we were the only guys on the show too oh really and then the rest were just like burlesque dancers burlesque or... magician singers drag drag damn that's yeah kinda, that's so there's cool... some drag queens but still yeah right on the edge well i mean that's like because like men dressing as women so their drag performer is a female. so a drag queen is a man and a drag Gen- king is a woman generally it's the opposite Yes, generally. Yeah, generally. Generally. Because obviously there's, you know, well, some wiggle room. There's well, there's a gray line. Yeah, definitely. Because also like... But I, I guess I never really... Because every time I think of drag queen, they're usually dressed and performing like a woman. Because usually it's... Gener- or feminine. Let me say, they're performing more feminine for well, drag, women, I think drag queen. Generally, the idea of queen means you're feminine, but it's often a gay man. But also there's also like non-binary, pansexual, bisexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still... Because it's... Being drag isn't trans. It's a performance and it's a perform. It's like a character. It's a character. So most drag queens are probably, or most drag kings are probably female. Yeah. Because they're dressing up as a man to perform as a king. They're, yeah, dragging as. I don't know what the term drag actually means. I mean, I don't know much about drags. Um, and this just could be ignorance. I, because I don't, I don't know a lot about it. I'm giving what I know as a general term. Is there, any, I'm sure there probably is, but is there a way to be a man and be a drag king and you just dress up as a pretty man and do a performance? Or is that is that a thing? Or like a, you do a drag queen as a woman? I've seen a lot of drag queen as women. And they, what do they do? Just put on elaborate costumes and like... Costumes and so a wig but then, and it's but, still lip syncing. And they'll do like the But like isn't that like right on the edge of burlesque? But it, oh, it's burlesque very is close. like stripping. 
Which a lot of drag is pretty close to stripping. Yeah, so I feel like, yeah, I was just curious because usually, you know, it's the opposite, the, re- the role reversal. I haven't seen a drag king done by a cis man, but I have seen a lot of drag queens that are cis women. That, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's just more common. Yeah. Drag stuff is, is uh, it's cool to watch. Uh, it's, it's entertaining. I like it, yeah. Um, but it's also like, it's also really weird. There's such a big culture behind um, it. Here's one thing we we joked about this a while ago when we saw a drag show. Like they have this performance that they've worked on. They're you know they're lip singing or whatever. The the money thing. This is this is the weird part for me. Is like mm. they there's always tipping. It's part of the culture. It's part of the culture, and it's like no other no other besides stripping side thing is has money. Mm-hmm. But yet the weird thing for me is they have this performance. It's like doing a freak show, and then someone's like handing you money, so you have to stop what you're doing. I yeah. middle of your act to grab the money and if you ignore it then it's rude and well, it's, it's like, also just weird because then there's just somebody standing up there holding yeah and most of the, and most of the time they just grab it and then throw it yeah and like, then pick it up later because like personally if i did drag i wouldn't want pe- i would rather have like a tip jar i don't want people handing me cash yeah just but because that's, that's like that's a part of the culture though is you grabbing it from them and, and like giving them like but them blowing s- them a kiss or something but they still have a choreographed dance i know that's like, that's the yeah. weird part that's why i don't understand why my head is like that messes up your whole routine and then you gotta wait for the next like key in the song and then you go back into the dance oh, like, yeah just a part or maybe you just or maybe you or put maybe, dance breaks in or maybe they just have loose dances maybe. where they're just improving dances i guess but i, I feel know. like a lot of people they it would have seems, it seems very choreographed because yeah. it goes with the music that's one thing i don't understand about it and it's kind of funny because it's like i have this performance i have this thing that i practiced at home this is in front of the mirror do. And then people start handing me money and I get thrown off, especially if it's your first time ever doing it. That would yeah. really throw you off. But you're also getting cash fed to you. So awesome. it's kind nice, of, yeah. it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it's the like, worst <laughs> part is I have to stop my dance to get money. Oh, yeah. cool. And especially at a free show where you're not making money anyway. It's like, yeah. oh, cool. I am making money. Yeah, like the whole tipping requirement is so interesting in that part. Because also I didn't know that. I'm curious. So I going recently. I'm curious like how that became a thing in drag i wonder how drag became a thing yeah because it's it's right on the edge of stripping i mean it's close to stripping it's close to burlesque yeah they're all very similar but like it's a more underground type of dance show uh it's cool i love watching it mm-hmm. like when it's when it's done well it's done really well and yeah. like i'm always like blown away and we've got some good ones here in town yeah um yeah some really good ones some ones that i've you know yeah been way into yeah, sure. <laughs> um, that's another thing it's interesting like I've performed with like a drag dancer and I've known them as their drag persona. And then seeing them normal or seeing them as not even normal. It was like a drag queen. And then like I went backstage and like we had a conversation and they like took their shirt off and I forgot. And you're like, like, and you're like, oh, I can't look at your, oh wait. Yeah. Yeah, It's man nipples. Yeah. You're just a gay dude. And like we're buddies and it's like, I always, I like a lot of them all truly forget who like they are not as a drag performer. It's interesting. it's It's a character. But, like, uh, it's a big character, too, though. Like, a lot of them, like, a lot of their social medias that I know is just the drag person. Yeah, it's just, I don't it's know just their, their real persona. Name. And I wonder, do they have a side? No, because that's probably their thing. That's it's, their thing, you know? It seems like it's their main profile. Opening a new beer. I know, they're so loud. I try to do it quietly earlier dude, while you're it's talking. It's Moist Monday. True, yeah. Obviously, we're going to be opening beers. Um, but, dude, speaking of tipping, you mentioned, like, tip jar earlier and, like, stuff like that. Does that ever feel weird to you to put out a tip jar? I know like street performers and stuff do that and some and some other like performers that are weird you know magicians and stuff have tip jars yeah have you ever thought about that or is that like a, a weird thing for you so something I do that, I don't know anything about it something I do that other freak show performers will do I don't like a tip jar but 
Because I feel like I'm not actively earning it. Like You are, which, though. Yeah. No, you are. It's just like my personal thing because I know there's the option to do an act called the human tip jar, which is instead of like where I'll staple name tags to myself, you let audience members staple money to me. But how do you initiate that? the start of that? Do you say, You just hey. kind of announce that this is that part of the show. And you just, people know what that is? Or you I just mean, say, you explain like, if you want to tip us, If you want you to tip us, it. you can staple. And I feel like people will tip more, probably less dollar amounts, just so they can staple you. Yeah. Just so they can be a part of the act. And, and I feel like some people do this and they look away, mm-hmm. close their eyes while they staple you, which is scary, I feel like, because they could slip. I usually yeah, try and put it because yeah. like getting, because the worst part about do you have being, to Do you like being stapled in certain areas? Recently, I figured out face, one of the easiest to get stapled. But really? As, because it's all because it's all like cushiony meat. And I don't know. It's just, but the idea behind it is being like, hey, you tell them like it has to be like a big bill. Like I got 20 stapled in my face recently. Yeah, you can't be stapling one. A dollar, my face. yeah. One, you can do ones on my chest. You got to earn the Even face. though like chest hurts. And if you want to staple my ass, 50. That I should would, be a thing. Right next to your tattoo. That'd probably hurt way more, I bet. Because it's so fatty. I bet. Yeah, but how? when you got the tattoo, did it hurt? Yes. Really? Yeah. That's it's, weird. Well, because it's like fatty, so it like digs in a little more. You have to like push a little. Yeah, harder. but like I got a tattoo on the back of my. Ca- That's muscle. Oh, because on the back of my calf, like, and it, I didn't feel a thing. I was so comfortable. It's my back. That's of- weird on the butt because it's like a it's a squishy area. Yeah, which I think is like I think. I mean, bu- you have a you have a tiny butt. You yeah, have a bony butt. So yeah. maybe maybe if you have like a big bodacious butt, which means there'd be a lot of muscle in there too. So maybe that helps. Yeah, maybe maybe if you. You know, or packing pounds in your butt, and you can take money to the. You got a real dump truck back there. And you yeah, throw dump a, truck. <laughs> and you want to throw a bumper sticker on it? Yeah, I love dump trucks, dude. I love how that's the reference to people with big butts. I know because I have no ass. Tr- Do you have an ass? I got, a, I got a tiny little one, but like probably about bigger than mine. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But it's like I feel like men don't really have. You you could if you did some squats. I've had a nice ass before, and it was. Awesome. I feel like I have decent legs. Yeah, you got good legs. Because I used to be like a. A, a casual runner um, used to be i used to running. be a healthy person i probably look good still all my fat is just on my stomach and just from it's just on the front eating, part of yeah. me like i feel like the rest of me like my arms my legs my back and everything is like it's still like in shape it's hmm. just like it's just literally from drinking probably well and there's also the idea that like people who are fatter they're also way stronger too oh really well i mean like you think if you're a heavier person your legs carry that they squat it they do oh that's true they're used to carrying around that weight all day so if you lose weight a lot of times your legs are just fucking giant and strong it's probably the legs but not necessarily the arms yeah yeah but I mean, like, still, there'd be some, there'd be more weight. And it is weird, with, like, when you watch, like, those strong men that lift those. Have you ever seen those lifting competitions? Well, they lift those, and they're big fucking Well, dudes, they're not dude. ripped because no, they but, are but fucking No, they are barrels. just, they're barrels of men. Yeah, so it's like, I feel like there's got to be fat involved. For sure, yeah. But then it's like, dude, how do you, are you eating KFC Famous Bulls twice a day? Like, how do you get to that point? And also taking pre-workout. Uh, you're and, eating so much and lifting so much because you're not on, like, a super you, strict diet. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're trying to put on calories while... Yeah, it's burning calories. Well, I feel like you're not burning calories. I feel like you're just trying to put on muscle while putting on calories. Probably. I don't know much about I'm fitness. Just, no, there's better podcasts for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're the podcast about everything and nothing. All while we drink. So we literally don't know what it we're talking about. We're th- we talk about drag shows for a little bit, and we don't know any. I don't know anything about. I've it. just performed with them. Yeah, <laughs> big fan. <laughs> I just know that one show because I, 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 
was kind of confused on what drag meant for a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I was kind of confused on what it meant. And there was, there was one time when I was really drunk and I was, we were at a show and there was this, there was this drag queen. Yes. Performing. And I was way into them. I was way into them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't understand how it worked. And then <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a dude. Yeah. But I was like infatuated with him. Yeah. No. And it, it confused me. He's, he's hot as fuck while he's as a she in drag. I think that's, that's why right I said dumb. Say, yeah. Like I was like, you yeah, know, I, I don't know the right. Cause they're just a gay dude as far as I know, but like the drag performance. It definitely, a, it definitely was awkward once the show ended because yeah. I'm pretty sure I gave them like 50 bucks. And, and sure you bought t- them a drink. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was really drunk. No, they're one of my favorite drags in the city. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it was, inc- it was an incredible kid. performance. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, dude, this is going to sound weird, but the legs. Yeah. The and they can fucking death drop too. Which what's, is, what's a death drop? That's where you like kick a leg out and you just fall like straight down. Like a on split? The, no, it's like you go like, you're basically on one leg as far as I know and you stick your other leg up and then you like your other leg just like kind of bends into you and you just fucking on your back. You land on your the back. floor hard. But like if you do it properly, you're good. Damn, that's like a wrestling move. Yeah, I mean, it's famous in like RuPaul's. Like, yeah, the death drop is a big drag queen move. It's going to sound weird. And I and I really like the thing I'm going to compare this to. Okay. Like, I really like it. Yeah. Can you compare drag show, drag performances to pro wrestling? In the theatrical aspect, yes. I love pro wrestling. I know you do. It's so, it's so cool. Especially like old school pro wrestling. But like... I mean, it's, I it's like, like it's kind of similar because you're putting on a character. Obviously, it's not you know, you know, cross people, cross, uh, or switching gender, gender. Yeah, I mean, there there have been a couple. Really, there have been a couple that you know kind of push the boundary and do, and do a little weird stuff. But you know, you put on this character, you go out on the ring, and you and you have these performances, these things done. Can you imagine if you're doing pro wrestling and people are up there handing you dollar bills <laughs> instead of just screaming at you? Yeah, instead of holding signs that say three sixteen. I don't know what you yeah, that's uh, Stone Cold. Oh, okay. That's that's his sign three sixteen. Uh, there, but they're, they're. I just, I'm just trying to picture like you got that pro wrestling. If you ring, got a pro wrestling, pro crowd. wrestling ring, but they're they're tied against the ring and they're holding their hands through the through the the ropes, handing you dollar bills while you do your wrestling. That'd be fucking weird. Imagine if you got tipped at every job you did, but like tipped like a stripper or a drag queen. Yeah, like, what's the difference between, like, a rock band? Obviously, they're probably getting paid. Yeah, um, they get paid more. Um, but, like, you don't really get tips. From anybody. I mean, there's tip jars at the merch booth, but, like, people That's aren't handing going... you money at the, on the stage. And I feel like the tip jar, it's more for the people selling merch, kind of. Well, usually for smaller bands, it goes straight to the band. But, because the band is uh, the one selling the yeah, merch. Yeah, but, like... That is a, interesting. A band is doing a set thing that they practice and perform on stage, but for yet you. a drag performance. And this is—I'm not trying to sound offensive here—is doing the same thing but lip singing to an already existent song. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the band is doing a little bit more work in a way. Yeah. In a way, because they're actually playing the song. I mean, I like—I I really like drag. But well, like, yeah, I mean, but the it's other like side, they, they get tipped for it. Yeah, the other side of drag is that they like choreograph a dance, make an outfit, all that. But yeah, they're. They're both but, still yeah. stage performances, and it's interesting that you only get tipped. Yeah, for like a f- it's 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 a weird, and that's just part of like that's what's known about drag is. It's very like yeah, you like tip. you tip no matter what. It's the same with like a strip club. Yeah, you have to if you go there, you have to tip. You're not supposed to just sit there and watch. It's <sighs> that is weird that no other. Yeah, job- isn't that weird? It's it's a very niched and like it's it's a no niche thing, even if you're not in that. Well, it's the same with like you tip at a restaurant, but you don't tip at a fast food place. 
oh yeah, dude, this is weird. So because it's weird, I, th- I had this, I had this coming up, come up to me. So I went to go get coffee once. Mm-hmm. This was a couple days ago, and it was a drive-through coffee place. Yeah, if, you know what? It's a chain. You know they're they're everywhere. Okay. Got my coffee. It was kind of expensive, you know, because I got this really fancy drink, you know. Sure. Uh, with an extra shot of espresso, just to feel good. It was like seven dollars. Yeah. Very expensive coffee, but it was delicious. But I, but when I go there, they they like hand you the machine. What they're doing weird COVID shit. They hand you the machine through a pipe, and okay. you put your card in, and then there's an option to tip. It. And I always put none, and I feel like shitty. But then I'm also like I'm just getting coffee. But then when I get coffee from our buddies, I always tip the most. Yeah, same. But that's because I want to support him, and it's it just feels weird. But then when I'm at a restaurant, obviously I tip. It's just weird where where and you places tip at a you bar. tip. I tip when I go to the barber shop. Yeah, I tip ten bucks when I go to the barber shop. I tip at a tattoo parlor too. Yeah, and it's like, but then some places you don't. Like, why I, are why are there acceptable places to tip? Because I wish, and then not. I wish we never tipped and everyone just got paid more. Yeah, but like, because this is something I've always thought about. If I order a ten dollar meal or a hundred dollar meal, as far as the waiter or waitress or serving person goes, their job isn't necessarily harder. Yeah. But the tip has to be a lot more because the meal was more. Because of the percentage. But like, like, yeah, if you order chicken strips or a, like. Chicken strips or a fucking lobster. You're still bringing out one plate, but the Mm -hmm. lobster was $40, chicken strips were $8, but you got to tip more because the the food is more expensive. That's, yeah. Yeah, I've never thought about that, dude. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Or like if your bill is super expensive, just because you're drinking fancier shit compared to like just a beer. When it it's sh- like you you brought over one bottle, which you would have had normally. I'm tipping more because of that. Which is like the idea about like, or I could order a bunch of cheap stuff and you have to keep coming back or order one big thing and you come here once. But if the big thing is more expensive, I should tip more. Yeah, that's weird. Well, you're, yeah, well, like it should be more like the time you spend in a place and how much you use the person. Yeah, I don't understand. At I don't all. really get tipping at all, but I appreciate I like I, I, I mean, know that it's it's needed for like restaurants and, and I servers always and stuff. do at least the proper amount. Be, but like just the theory of that, I think is so interesting. Well, that's why I really like uh, the start of Reservoir Dogs. Okay, Tarantino film. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, I've never seen it, but really, I, that's one of my favorite Tarantino films. Yeah, because I haven't seen like three of his films. Uh, that movie's incredible. Uh, I think it's one of his early films. I think it's its first uh, official. Film. First official. Yeah, he did a couple early stuff, but it starts off and they're in this diner. Okay. And, you know, they get, they just had coffee and, you know, they're hanging out and then like the bill comes and they, and they pay it all separate. And Steve Buscemi's character, the guy is like, Hey, I'll cover everybody. You just throw in a couple of dollars to tip. Mm-hmm. Steve Buscemi's character says, no, I don't tip. Oh. And like, it's this whole bit about not tipping. And I'm pretty sure he's like, all she did was brought us coffee. Why would I tip that? Like all like and he's is like, that the one he, where he's like I've been here for thirty minutes and she only refilled my cup yeah she's only refilled yeah. my cup twice or something yeah. like that and it's like whatever the number is yeah I've heard that yeah and before. it's like and it's and it's kind of like it, perspective and then they're like no just because that's what you do it's like yeah. this thing but it's like but then he brings up like why is that the thing because they get paid less but that's not our fault I mean I'm 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 just I'm just portraying the question obviously I tip well like the fact that like it sucks that we have to tip because other countries don't. The idea is, oh really? No. Other countries don't tip. Like if you go Europe to a, doesn't. Oh, nope. so if you go to a bar and leave a tip, they go, "Hey, sir, you left money on the table," or like bars. I don't know, but I know the idea is like servers. You don't need to tip. Is that because they make more money? I'm assuming so. Yeah. Weird. Well, it's dumb to have, but like also, I'm sure a lot of them like it because they end up making way more than they would if they just made an hourly wage. Yeah. 
dude, tipping's a weird thing. So I've been tipped a couple times at my job. Me too. And so have you, and it, and that's a weird thing because it's like, how do you get to, I've never thought about tipping people that do what we do, like delivery drivers, oh. carpentry. Like, why would you, oh, I bought this package on the internet. It's here. Let me tip the guy who dropped it off. Cause he, had, he had no, he doesn't even know what's in the box. The only people who have tipped me ordered heavy ve- stuff or a lot of stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause one lady, I remember she ordered five things and they all weighed like 70 pounds. Oh my God. And you're going back and forth. Back yeah. And, and forth. I was super mad because she was watching me do it. Like she was standing and outside helping. and like, she would like make a little comment every time. Like she was super friendly, but she'd be like, Oh, it's a hot one today. I'm like, Yep, yep, sure. I got four more of these to yep. carry up. And like, yeah, it was like, it was steep enough that I had to walk like backwards to pull the dolly with the box in it up. Oh my God. And then, yeah. So I was Didn't just, she tip you like a lot though? She gave, she like handed me a bill and I took it. I was like, thank you. And I put it in my pocket and walked away. Yeah, you don't look at it. You and look then, at it once you drive away. Yeah. And then I got my truck hundred dollars. Oh my God. Yeah. That's over half of what I made that day. <laughs> that's insane, dude. And then you're like, whoa. Yeah. Like it's weird because you don't even think about. Well, what I was thinking was like, wow, I really disliked her while I was working because she was just like watching me, and I hate when people talk to me at my job. Yeah, because you're just trying to do but, what you do. Yeah, and then she gave me a hundred dollars. That's that's so crazy, dude. It's, and then, it's it's weird because I would never think to. No, it's their job. It's their job, but also so is servers. But we tip them. But we're aware that a part of their job is they need tips. Yeah, yeah. But like, so that's the dumb part is that we've built a society that requires that tips. requires like, hey, we're gonna pay them less because you'll pay them more. Here's a secret thing that you should do, but you don't technically have. But you to. don't have to. You could. So you, you could, can fuck this person over, and then they get really pissed when people don't tip, and they have a shitty day. Yeah, and it's ah, oh, dude, that's so fucked. I mean, up. I worked delivering pizza. And there was plenty of people who didn't tip anything. But like, it, it's such a weird thing. And that was one where I drove to their house. Yeah. And I made $4 an hour. Yeah, because you're making fucking less than minimum wage because that's allowed because you get... that's How is that allowed that's because fucked. you get tips? Like, yeah. that's so stupid. Dude, we're getting way into financials and stuff. But it's weird because I've been tipped a few times on my job doing carpentry work. That's weird. That's really Because weird. the work that we do is expensive. We're yeah. going into residential houses and like redoing cabinets, redoing all this stuff. And your company pays you enough to do and they, that. And, and they charge the customer every time we're there, like hourly. Really? I didn't know it was hourly. I, I don't know exactly what they charge, but they charge like a base rate. And then if we have to come back, you know, it's like wow. all this. So they have to pay this a large amount. And then there was a couple. This happened like two months into my job. Like I was like, whoa, this is going to be the normal. It hasn't <laughs> happened since. Okay. But this is really nice. Really nice couple went into their house. We were just finishing up some crown work, trying to finish up their house, you know, put on handles because they had ordered them in. And then they they like, since I was new, they knew the guy who did it. They like asked what my name was. They, yeah. you know, and then at the end of the day, uh, when we were packing up, he handed us both envelopes and said, hey, thank you. Thank you so much for your job. It looks great. Huh. And then like we get in the truck and I open it and it's like 30 bucks. That's not bad. And it's like, dude, I'm already making and you've already paid for it. Yeah. And that's just, that's just like this cool, like, I think it's just like an extra appreciation for good work, I I guess. guess, But then at the same time, it's like not expected. I mean, it's cool that they do that, but it's it's super cool. Cause I was like, dude, I'm going to buy beer with this (laughs) (laughs) cause it's free money, dude. Yeah. Cause I made my daily wage, but it was just, it's just tipping is such a weird thing. And and there's certain, and there's so many different sides of it. Like obviously the servers and the people that, that live on tips need it but then like there's a lot of people that hate tipping and and mm-hmm. like there's have, so many different sides of it have you ever tipped a hotel maid whoa i didn't even think about that um, i'm sure they make less than well i didn't are you supposed to i didn't know that but a lot of people do 
What do you mean? Like, do you leave money? You leave money in the room at the end of the shift. And it's like, I didn't, I've never done it. I've never, I didn't see That's one thing I didn't know about it. I don't know how normal that is, but I know a lot of people do. Going back to not knowing, do you think people from different countries, when they come over to America and they go to restaurants and they're not used to tipping, do you think they tip? Maybe not. I mean, obviously when they get that bill, there's that tip option, but But, they might just go zero and... But it's because they don't know, and it's part of their culture to not tip, and Maybe. you know. And then, but then, but then, as the server, they they say, "Oh, they were assholes." But yeah. they don't. They don't know. Yeah, I mean, that might be a that's big the, part of it. Yeah, that's the weird part. It's it's like the ignorance. But it's just it's stupid that we do it. Like we obviously have to because they're not making enough. But it's dumb that that's even a set. Yeah. Like why the idea that a company pay. can pay someone less because people because have the, the option to give you money is yeah. insane. And people live off of tips, which is so yeah. stupid. I wonder how much strippers make hourly. Yeah, because you think they would have to legally make something hourly, but I'm guessing it's 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 probably probably less than servers because they're fully on tips. I. Th- but you then think strippers so. are, but that's one of those things where it's like known. You can't just watch for free. You have to. Yeah. Which again, but you and I have never the, been. But what if you're in the back? I feel like it's the people in front that tip. I mean, but also there's. But then the, they, then there, there's, I think. There's I just the, know this from movies. People that walk around. The wandering ones. Yeah. Wandering. <laughs> they the, wander around at tables, but it's like, what if I don't. The private dance or and, the, uh, what's it called? Lap dance. But then it's like, I don't want that. But then you feel obligated I don't know. We've never been to a strip club. No, because we said we would for the podcast. Yeah, we okay. Uh, we said that on an episode that I wasn't recording. Oh, did you? Yeah, Shit. so maybe we'll bring it up now. Um, we've never been to a strip club. And I think it'd be funny to go together and yeah. see what the buzz is about. Let's, we're going to go to a strip club together, see what it is, talk about it on the pod. We will. Tell bring, about our experience. We'll bring some cash. Man, I... Okay, I don't want to do it. No, well... My but thing I, but is, I will do it for the pot. Like, well, this is so I'm stupid. interested for the in, four people to listen to this. I'll do it for you guys, but I won't do it for my personal. Which they're not asking us to. But I'm saying I want to see what it is, and see how you and I discuss it. And like, but my thing is like, I definitely don't want a private dance. I don't. Want no, a I think dance. I think we just go in and just keep it low key and just. We will to throw money. Stay up to like. Aren't they open to like four or five in the morning? Yeah, they're past bar close. Because it's a lot of strip clubs are BYOB, so they're allowed to. Because they're not bars. Oh. I think a lot of them are bring your own alcohol. Weird. Which is weird. I don't get that. It's going to be a very weird experience. I don't know when we're going to do it, but we will do it. I just don't know how to act when I'm in there. I, I feel like I'm going to be uncomfortable the entire... I don't know what I can... Like, obviously, you can't touch the dancers, but, like, I'd be worried about touching anything. Yeah, I'm just... I'm going to feel uncomfortable the entire time. And, like, the tough part is, is, like... I'm interested... One of my favorite things in one-on-one intimate moments is when people strip. Yeah, naked people. Great. Well, like... I oh, love the act, of, the act of stripping, yeah, but only in that one-on-one where they want you. They want you, and then it, and then yeah. they come to you, and then you do the stuff, and then it's mutual. The idea of it but like but like being on stage, especially if you do like a private dance, they do it private one-on-one, but you still aren't allowed to touch. There's still a guy standing in the corner, no touching. It's like you're in prison. Oh, think how weird it is to be a. And then you're just turned on, and you have to go home. Imagine being a security guard at a strip club where you no just no touching. But you is that what they say? Probably, probably but it's like prison. But like your job is watching guys get turned on. Yeah, like, do people get turned on? I think I, I, I would think assume that's so. The point, and I they guess, get do at strip clubs. Do I don't even know? Do they get one hundred percent naked? And then I don't know. Is, like they finish their set and then they're naked and then they walk off. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how. I honestly this is going to be know. very. Is it going to be weird if we go into the strip club with a notebook? 
I mean, right. <laughs> you know what I like? I, I kind of want to just yeah. to like jot down notes and be like, hey, I learned this. Hey, I learned this. Never come back. Answer our questions. I I would like to write a list of questions and then write the answer. It'd be so cool to get like a cool answer and be like, hey, can we ask you a few questions? We're just we're just journalists. If we give them money, probably. Yeah, be like, hey, can we, can we get a private dance together? But you don't have to dance. We just want to ask, and you we just want to ask you some questions. I bet we could do I that. I bet they would get freaked out. They would go, "Hey, are you the government? Or are you the? Are I mean, you feds? Like, we don't look feds." <laughs> no, and I'm sure people ask for much weirder shit. I've heard stories of people that like hire prostitutes and hire just like just to like hold with their them hair. Yeah, exactly. Just because they're so lonely, and it's like I bet that kind of stuff happens at strip clubs too. Yeah, that would make sense because you're going to get that, but you're paying so much money for that, and you can't touch them back, and it's it's a fake intimacy. Because like honestly, if we can get like, if I we, would love to get questions. I would no, love to pay money. But like, if we do that, I'm like, you have to be like completely covered. I can't. I don't want like your tits to be out while we're having a conversation with me. And my yeah, the best problem friend. is, is they walk out, they walk around in like bikinis, right? Uh, which that I could at least discuss. Like, uh, like, but like, I don't. Yeah, can you put on a cardigan real quick? <laughs> <laughs> we have some serious questions to ask. <laughs> How much do you make hourly <laughs> while you're wearing a cardigan? Yeah, like, can we ask that? Is that a rude question? I don't know. I think it might be, but we're also tipping them. Yeah, we'll give them a good tip. We'll give them a good tip, but I think you got to tip before they do the the service, which is weird. I think strip clubs are the opposite. They you give them money beforehand. Probably opposite. Oh, versus like versus tipping at the end. Prostitutes, but then you probably but then you probably have to tip at the end. If great, it was, you don't tip a prostitute, you pay them. But also, like if you get a private dance, you're not tipping them; you're paying them for it. Yeah, but then you're probably tipping them during it. Probably it's probably, it's probably a double pay. Double taxation without representation. Probably, yeah. So what, if we just like each give them like a twenty, and I don't, enough? I don't think we're allowed to go in together as a private dance unless we give them enough. I mean, there's, I don't know how much private dances. There's are. lap dances where you, you like, it's just at a table, I think. So that we could be like, hey, do you want to sit down and like have a drink and like? They can probably we ask can't. You? I wonder if they're allowed to. I don't know how loose it is. It depends on where we go. Like, I'm so curious, and I don't want it, but I would love to do it. Like, hey, if we give you money for a loud dance, can we will just, you just sit down and have a beer with us? And, like, we can ask you some stuff and write it down? I bet. If she's a cool enough girl. But, like, but also, I don't know if that's allowed because they're, they're like, run under, like, management and a management. But, like, we're giving her money. I mean, I think that's all you have to do. Yeah. And then we can just, like, ask questions. Because it'd be more fun to get them from a person than, like, Google them just to know. No, we have to have, yeah. and then we can talk about on the pod. <laughs> Like that's gonna be so our stripper update. God, I don't want to do it. Now I do that. We're gonna do all of this. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. do. We're gonna be like the fucking and people are gonna be looking at us like I'm a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you get your money and fucking get your dick hard? <laughs> like, I don't and just, know. And just sit there. Yeah. yeah. All right, Joe. Well, because that's also something I'm curious about. Will my dick get hard? And dude, is everyone in the crowd turned on? I think so. And they're just mutually sitting at a table, turned on, and then you don't do anything about it, and then you Go get blue home? balls, and then recreate use the memory of it i have no idea do you think this is a gross question but do you think in like the men's a restroom of, jerking oh i was gonna say the parking lot I Ooh, parking lot I but bet. the men's restroom you know yeah where it's just they had to they had to release it i bet i mean it'd be like watching porn for fun that's basically what it is i think so yeah oh man i'm very intrigued. i'm intrigued it's gonna be weird especially together especially because it's gonna be a freaking popping our cherries yeah it's we gonna... drive up together oh my god we're gonna dress nice because we you gotta i don't want to dress shitty no because yeah. you 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 can't 
you gotta dress decently. Like you gotta dress like you're going out to the club or going out to the. Probably, we don't go right? out to clubs, but right, yeah, we dress don't. out like you're going out for the night. Dress uh, kind of nice, you know. Okay, ge- yeah. I'll gel my hair, maybe, because <laughs> okay. you can't wear a beanie at a strip club. You probably could. you probably can. I feel like strip clubs they don't care. What Do you think wear. they're muggy? Do you think like like warm and muggy and moist? Yeah, I bet. I bet strip clubs are moist. Yeah. And that's the name of our podcast, Moist <laughs> Monday. Dude, there's going to be, thinking about this in the future, there's going to be a strip club episode. I'm intrigued by it. I'm intrigued by it too, and I don't want to do it, but I do want to do it. It's going to be really fascinating. It's going to be really fun. I'm going to learn a lot, and I'm never going to want to do it again, probably. What if we fall in love with strip clubs? I don't see it. I don't possible. see us. I don't see that possible. Because like just the idea of it, like I, I get it. Actually, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. No, I don't. See, that's why I've never gone. Yeah, I'm almost in. I'm I'm in my upper twenties, and I've never gone. And that was like the thing when you were younger. Oh, we're going to the strip club. I've been to. I've heard there's really good food trucks inside of the, some of the. Strip no, clubs. I've told you that because no, the no, one... some of my coworkers have told me. Oh, really? No, like they, there's really like the best. Uh, what's that? Uh, Shawarma. Uh, the no, what's those? Um, gyro, gyros. Euro. Yeah. Euro. There's a... the the best euros this guy's ever had was outside of a strip club. I think I told you that. No, this was a coworker of mine. Okay, because because also the only time I've ever been to a strip club, it was my buddy's like last day in Des Moines. Oh, so you've actually been? No. So we oh. went, and it turns out it was me, him, another friend, and this other girl who he's friends with. The girl left her wallet in the Uber, so she couldn't get in the strip club. I'm like, I'll just hang out outside with you, because I was like, I don't yeah, want, want to go in there. Yeah. And then so um, she never wants, so I bought her a euro, and we sat on the curb outside the strip and club. And it was delicious? It was fucking great. That's so crazy. No, and I'm hoping it's still parked outside for when you and I go, although I don't remember which one it is, but I think that I think it's fun. one of the big ones in our area. Because we have like two bigger ones. Yeah, yeah, I think it's one of those. And I think we got to go to the, one of the more established. We don't want to go to a shitty one. If we're going to do it, if, let's do it good. If we want to talk to somebody about like what it's like there, I would rather go to a nice, or not, not even nicer, but just the established. Bigger, yeah, bigger yeah. established one. That's going to be freaking weird. But that will be a future episode. Thanks for listening to the Moist Monday <laughs> podcast. We went everywhere on this episode. A lot of fun. Hey, guys, follow us on social media. We got an Instagram. We got a TikTok. At Moist Monday Podcast. We have a Gmail. Yeah, send us an email. No one sent us an email yet. <laughs> and it's driving me nuts. At moistmondaypodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. That was like a little character. Was right I there. heard that, like, yeah. Kind of like a crazy guy. There you go, yeah. Uh, but send us an email. We really appreciate it. Uh, I just want feedback. Rate us on the podcast apps. I know you can rate us on Spotify. That's Follow all I listen to. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, give us five stars. And if not, tell us why. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Give us they say, these guys suck. You know, I would love to hear that at this point. Just any feedback. Yeah, literally. We've heard nothing. Not I mean, we've got we've got a couple comments that say like, hey, Here this episode there. is really relatable. and like, Which, awesome. Which was, I was, I was like. So pumped. Oh, what the fuck? Someone listened. We Someone got actually, one. Not only did they listen, but they left a paragraph comment. And I was like, really we made it. it. We made it. Thank you so much. But this has been the Moist Monday Podcast. I'm Robert. That's Jacob. Happy Moist Monday, Happy Moist Monday. Love you, bud. Cheers. The Moist Boys. I love that. (laughs) I'll fucking get that tattooed on me. I don't give a shit. I told you uh, I did that on Friday. I put it in the description of a video. The Moist moist Boys. But now I'm going to start. No, that's us now. Yeah, we're the the Moist moist boys. Boys. It's kind of hard to say. Moist Boys. The Moist Boys. Yeah, you want to say moist boys. Moist boys. I fucking love that. <laughs>